Nation. Welcome to the Wingman Men's Moment Podcast. This is your host, John Delaney. I'm hanging at the hangar with Pastor Jay and Randy Ferrer, the co-founders of Wingman Nation. Good morning, gentlemen, and happy Memorial Day. Well, good morning to yeah. you, buddy. H- hanging at the hangar. Hanging at the hangar, yes. Yes, we are hanging. And uh, boy, the We're hanging together. Yeah. <laughs> Start hanging together, yeah. <laughs> Starting to feel like summer in Central Florida. Yeah. Yes, love a little, it. A little bit warm, but that's the way it goes, right? You bet. Yeah. Well, we're continuing on with our series of thirty-one lessons from David's mighty men, and uh, this is—I think. Let's see. This is our fifth lesson in the series. I'm pretty sure it's it not is. on my sheet of paper. Yes. But uh, yeah, we're on our fifth lesson, and uh, we're excited to be with you today. Uh, and we're going to be looking at Second Samuel twenty-three. 13 in today's lesson, which is called Be Faithful in the Tough Times. Brother Randy, take it away, man. Thank you, John. Good morning. Good morning, Jay. Good, Good morning, morning buddy. Good to yeah. see you. Being faithful in tough times. You know, I'm going to read Second Samuel in a minute, but... You know, it always is. That's the hardest time. It's easy to be faithful when things mm-hmm. are going good sure and is. job's going well, family's good. It's, you know, it's no big deal. Sure. But when things get tough, that's when we get challenged. And that's that's when the, the hard times come to be faithful to the Lord. So that's right. in Second Samuel twenty three thirteen, it says, During harvest time, three of the 30 chief warriors of David's mighty men, you may remember, came down to David at the cave of Adullam. While a band of Philistines was encamped in the valley of Rephraim. You know, it's relatively, like I said, it's relatively easy to trust God when everything's going right. But, you know, not so much, as we said, when things are very difficult Mm -hmm. or getting difficult. It's kind of the rainy day Christian syndrome. Unfortunately, it seems to be the majority more than the minority. However, you know, we, we can be different, you know, just like. David's mighty men. We just have right. to draw on the strength of the Lord. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that now. But King David was was hiding in a cave at Ad- Adullam, you know, from the jealous King Saul. You may remember from reading that. Of course, Saul was tempting to kill David and take David's life, uh, which, you know, was was crazy because he was one of Saul's biggest fans, right. you know, and we, you know but, but Satan does have that ability to influence us sometimes if we're not close to the yeah. Lord. But the army of the Philistines, you know, was camping all around the area that led to that cave. Mm-hmm. However, these three mighty men in the most difficult time found a way to get through, to get to their king. Amen. And they were going to do it. They were faithful to David when it was difficult to be faithful to David because right. he was being chased by the then king trying yes. to kill him. So, you know, think about that back in those days. You know, you were literally risking your life right. uh, to try to be faithful to to someone like David. So it's true. when someone is as committed as those three men and determined to do something, that person is virtually unstoppable, and they and they were knowing that David was a was a man after God's own heart. That's so right. they knew that, and they were strong in their faith as well. So nothing was going to prevent them from getting to their king. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you mentioned rainy day Christians. Another term for that would be sinos. C i n o s. Christians in, in name, name only. Ooh, You've I heard like of that. rhinos. These are <laughs> this sinos. Is Good one. Exactly. So do you have, guys, the kind of unstoppable commitment to the Lord Jesus Christ that these men had to David? Would you serve him even if it meant danger or even death? Because the Christian life is wonderful. It's challenging, but it's not always safe. 
Because no. sometimes God asks you to do things that may not be safe. And in today's world, it's getting more and more dangerous. It is, We're absolutely. It right to before our very eyes. Yeah. That's the kind of commitment that God is demanding of each follower of His, where really comfort and convenience aren't even considered. Yeah. These men, their fellowship with David was worth all the effort, the danger, and trouble they went through. And you will find that fellowshipping with Jesus Christ is worth any price you have to pay. Amen, brother. What do we mean by fellowshipping? It's that sense of closeness with God, mm. that that sense of, of nearness that you, you feel you're aware of His presence. We know He's present with us, but it's the awareness of His presence. That That's what we're talking about. So we want to give you five lessons on being faithful in the tough times. You may be going through a difficult time right now. Maybe your marriage, it may be with your son or daughter, mm-hmm. it, it may be with a parent, uh, it may be with uh, another family member or friend, a co-worker, a job. neighbor, a job situation. Finances. So yeah, many things mm-hmm. uh, can, can happen, so many um, situations. Mm-hmm. So number one is evaluate the kind of commitment you have to Jesus Christ. And ask yourself, do you allow anyone or anything to stand in your way of total commitment to Him? If so, confess that and renew your commitment to be an anywhere, anytime, anyplace follower of Jesus Christ. So regardless of the circumstances, regardless of the situation, You've made a commitment. I'm going to be faithful to the Lord Jesus Christ regardless. Regardless. Mm. Number two uh, of the five lessons on being faithful in tough times. Determine those things exactly that tend to stop you in your total commitment to Jesus. Name them out loud. Identify them. Write them down. Confess them. And be aware the next time Satan throws one of these in your path. Yeah. It's sort of an awareness thing. Yeah, um, sure. That you, if you already know it, if you've talked about it and said it, when mm-hmm. it finally hits you, you're going to recognize it. So is there anything more important to you than your commitment to Jesus Christ? There should be nothing. Exactly. You know, and some of these things may not be uh, intrinsically bad things, like busyness. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes busyness can get in our way of serving the Lord. Distractions, uh, a sense of uh, this is not comfortable, this is not convenient for me. So you got to look at those things. What is it that really gets in the way of my going forward with the Lord Jesus Christ? Number three, when you encounter a seemingly impossible situation, you pray fast and trust God to find a way through and keep doing that until something happens. We call it push prayer, P-U-S-H. Pray until something happens. Because, going back to the story here, there are always Philistines camped around the will of God. Always. Uh, They're they're there. You know, I, I think another way to put this is stubborn prayer. Hmm. Um, it, it's it's having a commitment that I'm going to pray no matter what, right. and I'm going to pray it through, and I'm going to pray until something happens, and nothing's going to prevent me from doing that. 
That kind of commitment makes a Christian man virtually unstoppable. Yes. I'm I'm a man of acronyms too. I love it. So yes. I'm I'm thinking what's <laughs> coming to are. mind now is uh <laughs> persistent prayer. Peepee prayer. Peepee prayer. <laughs> you knew there was gonna be one juvenile joke today, and it wasn't for me. <laughs> oh, there's more coming, my friend. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so number four. <clears throat> you know, if you're a reader and even if you're not, try to read stories of other faithful Christians of the past, such as George Mueller. Yeah. D.L. Moody. I think of Charles Spurgeon, Jim Elliott. You know, there's, there's. You can name some of the people that have encouraged yeah. you in the Christian world. You know, and this, this greatly encourages us to keep going and keep pushing and, and being persistent in our prayer and time. Exactly. Reading Christian biographies is a great encouragement. So we want to encourage you guys to get a good biography. And, and read that because it will build your faith. It yes. will help you. I'm, I'm thinking about George Mueller who had all these orphanages and, and God used him. And I remember one story about him. He had prayed for one man's salvation for 52 years. Amazing. Wow. Imagine that. I mean, no. he never gave up, that's, but this guy that's finally... Pee, that's pee-pee prayer right Yeah, yes. exactly. Oh my gosh, yeah. He finally came to Christ after 52 years of him bombarding heaven. <clears throat> that's persistent So don't, don't give up. I, I've had people to say, but uh, Jay, isn't it a lack of faith if I keep asking God for the same thing? No. Jesus no. invites us. And when, when you look at... Uh, at Jesus's uh, guidelines on prayer, he says, keep on asking, keep on seeking, right. keep on knocking, don't give up, persistency. Right. And guys, you may be praying about something right now, and you may feel like giving up. Don't give up. Never stop talking to God. Keep praying until something happens. Now, it may be that God redirects you. Mm -hmm. It may be God answers in a different way. Sometimes he says yes, sometimes no, sometimes wait. But sometimes he says, I've got a better plan. Right. And uh, and don't discount that better Better plan plan, that God has. (laughs) So keep on. Yeah. And uh, his plan is always better than it, ours. It, yeah. Always. Yeah. And we sometimes we don't realize until after we've proceeded ahead in sure. that other plan because we're like, oh man, I got to do this. And I gotta, but uh, then all of a sudden you get in the middle of it and you go, wow, yes. am I a dope or yeah. what? This is so much better than what I was thinking. You know, if, so if we had is, only waited. If we would have waited. So, uh, on the Lord. So, so, so vital. So number five, and the final one, is find a promise from God and then stand on it. For example, Luke one thirty seven, for nothing will be impossible with God. So yeah. whatever it is for you, you could use that one. You may have your yeah. own. You know, you can stand on. There's lots of yeah. them that Romans can relate. 8, 28 Romans 8.28 is a good 8, example. Oh, exactly. A so yeah. there's, there's a lot of them. We have a wingman life first. You could that's work right. on that one. First, First Corinthians. Corinthians. 16, 13, and 14. 14. So there's a lot out there, but find that promise and from God and stand on it. You know, there's sometimes guys that uh, I'm kind of a visual being. I think all men are. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there have been times, and don't think that I am being sacrilegious here or irreverent, but I will be going through a difficult time. I'll be going through an adverse circumstance, and I will take God's word 
and I will put it on the floor, and I will literally stand mm, on that Lord. as a way of visualizing I am standing on the promises of God. You know, there's an old hymn oh, that says yeah, that. Yes. yes. And, and guys, uh, that's what we're asking you to do, not necessarily literally, although you may want to do that, but to find a promise from God's Word, make sure it's in the right context, mm-hmm. and stand on that promise. God is a God of His Word. He always keeps His Word. He never fails. Never. And uh, don't rush ahead of Him, guys. Don't rush ahead of him. Uh, we talk about don't be, David said, don't be as the horse or the mule. Don't rush ahead of God. Don't bolt and do things your way. Wait on his timing. But when he tells you to do something, don't wait. Don't be the mule. <laughs> don't be the mule. <laughs> get up there and get it <laughs> done. Be the mule. Just do it. Do it. Exactly. Well, we like to end these lessons with a prayer, and you can put this in your own words, but today's prayer would be, Lord, help me to be faithful to you regardless of how difficult life can be. Help me to be faithful in the midst of the storms. I confess that with you, all things are possible. And just (laughs) voice that to God, talk to God. And I, I just feel impressed to, to remind you guys uh, and ladies uh, of this. There are times when you want to give up in prayer. The worst thing you can do is stop talking to God. Mm. Just and, because he's making you wait. Right. Just because he's not answering the prayers doesn't mean he's not listening to right. you. And when we say wait, we're not saying cross your arms and say, I'm not doing a thing until God says right. something. Yeah. No, you do the things that you know to be God's will. Right. Uh, like witnessing, being in church, sure. you know, giving faithfully, those kind of things. You do those things while you're waiting for next day's orders. That's it. That's exactly Keep serving. Keep serving. No, no. Keep whatever serving. you're struggling through, you are you are going to eventually get an answer, right? And that answer might be no, you know. But yes. that's but but. The, if you pay attention, if you keep praying, you're going to have the discernment and right. the clarity, but you can't stop what you're doing. You can't. You, you know, can't. It's, a, it's a danger to stop what you're doing. Just, just stay in the Word. Keep praying. Amen. Amen. How do you guys know when God has spoken to you? How, yeah. how, how does He, I mean, how do you know it's His voice? And that's for another day's topic. No, it's not. I think in my case, it's so clear that it's not my voice. Right. It's just that's not me thinking that. That's not, you know, when you, when I would not have thought of that. Right. I would have thought of everything else except that answer. Good. And that answer, then it's like, that's crystal clear. Yeah. Good. You Mm -hmm. know, and and it's sometimes you just have to pay attention because there could be a little, a little doubt voice in there when you think that's a, you hear the voice, you say, that's a great idea. And then you say, you can't do that. What did I say to you earlier today? Said, don't, don't, the, if you have the idea, run with it because if you delay or you just give one, smidgen of doubt right that's the that's just the gap that satan needs to get in there and put uh, it, deeper doubt true. into you yeah for sure so it is true and i think that yeah. might be a good uh a good topic for another podcast yeah. how yeah. god speaks to us right. there's, there's sure. several ways and i think people would want to hear yeah. you know what the lord says about how he does speak with us so maybe we'll yeah we'll i follow think that, up on that, that would be yeah. a good one 
for me, it's persistency. If I'm willing to obey God, that voice will be persistent. Just mm. a quick story. Yesterday, uh, I, I was working on a project, and God kept saying to me, write a prayer for this person and send this person this mm. prayer. And I put it off. And it kept coming back, kept coming back <laughs> until I did it. Mm. And then there was a peace in my heart. So uh, God will persist as long as you're willing to do his will. He will persist in, in speaking to you. So, guys, be faithful in the difficult times because these two will pass. Yes, they will. They, they will pass. Thank you for listening to our podcast. So many exciting things happening at Wingman Nation that we'll be talking to you about down the road. But uh, until next time, wingmannation.com. Wingman out. <laughs>